Welcome to Couch Convos, Centric Biz and Tech Talks. Today, we're talking with Doug Burkhardt and Shahid Mahmood about an unusual application built using Salesforce Lightning. All right. Good afternoon, guys. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. So today, we've got Doug and Shahid. We're going to talk about an interesting use of Salesforce Lightning. And I think we'll just sort of jump right in. I'm going to share my screen and look at an app that you guys have put together. All right. So uh, thanks to our audience, you'll look at this and you may see this looks like a tremendous amount, like a very trendy word game, Wordle, which uh, the guys have coded in Salesforce Lightning. So we're going to talk about that, but let's let's see how it works first. And uh, Narendra, I'll, I'll look for some assistance. We, when we talked on a recent podcast, Narendra, you had not played, you had played Wordle some, right? You mentioned like a, a music version? No, I've played Word, Wordle, but there are, I was just mentioning that there are other Music right. works. There's so many different versions. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So, you know, there's all sorts of strategies on the first word to choose. I like to choose just something interesting that's sort of in my mind here. So I'm going to go with force here since we're talking about Salesforce. And let's see, how do I how do I type here? So you want to click into that first box in the upper oh. left. Okay. Got it. There we go. And then how do I get to the submit button? You can either click on it or you can tab down to it. Oh, it's end. hiding under my image there. Okay, there we go. So let's see what we have here. You're kidding me. Can we do this again? <laughs> <laughs> we, we could do it again. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to stop you midstream there, but yeah, you got the word on the first attempt. <laughs> Uh, was that just coded in there? Are you hard coded the the guessing word? Yeah. Force? Yeah. So when we initially set this up, we had variations of it where we had predetermined some words. We also have a version of it that's a random generator. So if you click that tab up at the top that says Wordle right. random generator, you could play it again. And this time, I have no idea what the word will be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the things about live demos, right? You're never quite sure what's going to happen. So let let's try it again. How about that? Last time, let's all use sales. All right, no letters came up here. Let's see. Normally, I like to use some more uncommon letters just because those are always the ones that trip you up. So let's try. We have no vowels here. Um, no. Wow. Narendra, got any uh, any ideas? I'm trying to figure out something with an H and an O here. Yeah, try try light, L-I-G-H-T. Okay, we already know the L is off, but let's give it a oh. try anyway. No, that's all right. Let's see what we got. Uh, okay, the HT are in. All right. So I'm kind of, if they're both in here, highly likely they started off. So let's see. Um, but we have we're a little low on vowels here. So let's see. Shall we really go thong? You wouldn't put that in there as worded. Nope. Okay. Oh, I'm not feeling good here about getting this in six. Oh, I think I know this one. Do we try it in? All right, I think I, that little dancing thing. Oh, wow. Okay, I was too overconfident here. Now I've got to really think about it. Let's see. So we have left, we haven't used. So those are out. Probably not a W, out of Q. We've just eliminated U. Worth. W-O-R-T-H. Oh, yeah, we never tried worth. Let's, that's a good one. Um, 
Ooh, but the problem is, you know, fourth, F-O-R-T-H could also be it. But I like worth a little bit better for this. Um, just looking to see what else it could be. All right, this is our sixth guess, but worth. Let's go with that. And we've got it. Thank you. Good job, <laughs> Render. Good teamwork. Nice. All right. So I just played this, and other than the interface being slightly different, you know, this is played exactly like the World app. I usually get onto it through the uh, New York Times website. So uh, that's that's pretty interesting that it can do that. You know, I'm going to stop sharing my screen here. We don't need to look at that for the rest of this presentation. Um, so, so here's, I guess, the first question really is, you know, normally this is a tool that is not designed for playing word games. So uh, why? <laughs> Definitely not. Um, yeah, it's it's not a very practical use case for it, um, but we, we thought it'd be a good idea because we originally used it for an internal presentation. So at our, at our spring meeting, um, we did a presentation on our department and what we're working on in our initiatives throughout the year. So it gave us a way to utilize Salesforce, kind of keep the audience engaged and tie it into our presentation by using some of the keywords about what we were presenting. So we thought it was interesting. Um, it's it's also a scenario where a lot of people play the game. So mm -hmm. most people are going to understand at least a portion of Wordle, um, whereas other components of Salesforce may not make as much sense to them, depending on what their uh, what their day to day job entails. So. So tell me a little bit about those presentations. If I'm in your audience there, what am I learning about Salesforce in a demo of, of Wordle? Yeah, so when we when we demoed it in this circumstance, we actually had like five variations of the game spun okay. up. So where you played the first tab that was just labeled Wordle, we had five variations of that where we had predetermined words already set. And so as we presented on various topics within our department, we had a keyword that sort of tied into each topic. Oh. And we play it at sort of a stopping point of each portion of the presentation to, to come up with that word. Got it. So as much as anything, you were doing it as, as sort of a uh, uh, an icebreaker or a fun thing to do in the middle of the rest of the presentation. All right. Exactly. Cool. I've used Salesforce a little bit. I've certainly not been any kind of uh, developer or done any configuration on it. How much did you have to break Salesforce to make this work? You know, I, I wouldn't classify it as break. I don't I don't feel like we ever broke Salesforce. What we really did is just leverage the tools that are at our disposal. So all of that was really built utilizing two tools, two tools that Salesforce offers. Uh, Flow Builder, which is a point and click tool that admins can use to automate a lot of processes. And then we extended that functionality by building Lightning Web Components, which entail a little bit more coding. So all of the logic is really built into the flow to determine if you have the correct letter in the correct spot or if the letter's in the word. Um, and then the Lightning Web Components are used more so for the formatting. So then to display the letter with the correct color background Redisplay the letters you know that you've already entered on a prior line, things like that. Great, and so the ability to format it and just what you put on the screen, not just the individual boxes, but just the overall Wordle look. I mean, that's just showing that Salesforce in Salesforce you can make it look about anywhere you want it, right? With yeah, some pain, you, maybe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you want to get into coding to just extend the functionality of Salesforce, there's a lot at your disposal that can 
really make you give it the look and feel that you want to give it. All right. So uh, taking a little bit of a step, step sideways here for a moment is uh, I realize there's a lot of the flexibility of Salesforce Lightning, the ability to do different things. What would be the most common uses that you would see somebody actually putting it to besides building word games? So what we use there, so within Flow Builder specifically, what you are visualizing is a type of flow called a screen flow, which allows users to then input information. So a lot of times where you see screen flows used is just to create like a quick entry form that allows users to put in a multitude of different information, but then that information could be split out to create multiple different records in Salesforce. So maybe you're inputting information about, you know, a company and a particular contact and details of a potential sale. We could have that all of that information put in on one form and then spit it out into creating an account, a contact, and an opportunity all at once. Cool. Shahid, did you want to add to that? Look like you had a, another thought there. Yeah, I think I think just the just a general idea for all this, right? I mean, uh, Salesforce is widely recognized as the number one CRM, right? But Salesforce is a lot more, uh, and and we wanted to show the capabilities of Salesforce as a platform here, right? You know, Salesforce has has uh, some amazing, right? Uh, when when you look at the sales cloud, we look at the service cloud, the experience cloud. We've all heard of them. But Salesforce has a great PaaS offering as well, right? PaaS is platform as a service. Uh, and, and that's what we were trying to show uh, in, in this, right? Uh, that basically you can create any source of application on this platform, right? Uh, the platform offers so much to just jumpstart your development, testing, deployment, performance. So it's, it's just a way to kind of show that the platform has a lot more to offer and we have actually seen with our clients that they uh, that we have actually switched their existing custom applications that they created in some other technology, right? And they created shifted those applications entirely to Salesforce. So, so that's the general broader theme here that we, we want to show how Salesforce is really adaptable, and you can create any source of application on this platform. Cool. Cool. Now, last year we did a number of different uh, podcasts and we had webinars about uh, citizen development. And I think Salesforce is, I, won't, I don't know if they're a pioneer, but they're near the front of the pack in terms of uh, being big citizen development tools. So how good is this as a citizen development tool? How accessible is it? Lots of grins. How would I answer I, I think <laughs> She has <laughs> yeah, so, so. a citizen development expert, so I'm going to defer to him on this. <laughs> no, I would say, I mean, that that's going to be an interesting one because, again, if, if you look at our solution, it's like, I would say, 98% no code and 2% code, right, Doug? So that's how <laughs> I would put it. So it's it's a great tool uh, that, that for using uh, no code solutions, right, which basically means here, that any citizen developer can basically create this and other great applications on the Salesforce platform without being formally trained on coding or programming or being like highly technical. So this kind of shows again those capability features that Salesforce provide. And Salesforce is really investing a lot in these features to make it a, a really high-end, low-code, no-code solution uh, to be able for citizen developers to go in and design all these features, right? That don't have a technical background. Cool.
I'm going to have a couple other questions to to sort of bring us home. But Narendra, any questions come to mind? You covered both the uh, angles there, both from a technical uh, someone as a developer coming in and using Salesforce and as well as a citizen developer. I did have one specific question related to the developers. How much capabilities you talked about it being like a platform, right? We really need to think Salesforce more as a platform than as a CRM. I think the big thing that developers look for is like CI, CD capabilities or automation capabilities when they're developing something. So, uh, how would you, what were your thoughts regarding that? What does Salesforce offer with respect to that? Absolutely. That's a great question, Arena. So, so the idea here is that Salesforce uh, was, was more, uh, you know, source driven, right? So metadata driven, right? And now it's basically uh, source code driven. So you you it 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 basically follows a regular uh, source code, regular programming patterns, and the deployment has changed a lot over time, right? Prior to this, it used to be that you would create in your own developer sandboxes or developer environments, and then push code, and there's going to be multiple people. But now, Salesforce has introduced uh, SFDX. Uh, which basically allows you to do conventional programming using uh, tools like Visual Studio Code uh, that you can extract all the, the metadata, so to speak, or the source code from Salesforce, have a bunch of people work like regular uh, on, on a regular like GitHub uh, using Git repos, push code, push code to a pipeline and do a regular CI/CD pattern to deploy code into Salesforce, do integration testing, push it to production, so create that complete CI-CD pipeline. So Salesforce is investing a lot in that. Uh, Salesforce started as a no-code. They, they literally had that in their logo, right? Salesforce, no-code. But then we realized that there's a lot of custom applications, there's a lot of complex applications, and code is, is, is a wild part. But then, yeah, so they're introducing all these things, and, and, and we do uh, create these CI-CD pipelines uh, using a lot of these different tools. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's right now on par with any uh, pass offering that's out there. That's great. Right. Thanks. So, uh, so getting back originally to, the, to, the, uh, to our Wordle discussion now, was Sheet and Doug, was it the two of you who designed this? Did you have other folks? Working with you, or is it just the two of you, or just yeah, one of you? <laughs> mostly us. We did have one other one other developer on our team that helped with a few um, smaller okay. features, such as like keystroking between letters. Um, so if you hit backspace, it'll clear out, go to the previous letter. As soon as you enter a letter, it'll automatically capitalize it and move to the next spot. But aside from that, it was mostly Shahid and myself. Yeah. Okay, great. So, what did you guys learn from the experience? <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is that, as you had mentioned earlier, Salesforce is thought of most mostly as a CRM, but it really is a platform that the functionality is just, the, the options are endless, right? And I think that that's what you see here is that we're using it for something that you would never think Salesforce would be used for. Um, but the, with the ability to add code into it and use just the native tools that are available, you, the options are really endless as far as what you could do. Shahid, what did you think? Any, anything else? Yeah, absolutely. On point, uh, what Doug said, um, and I would just, just want to reiterate. Uh, so the amount, so Salesforce brings about these changes like uh, every quarter. 
these new functionalities that come in uh, into Salesforce, like some additional features, and and they and they like really hear uh, from the from the development community, from from the users in general, and they and they put and and they create this amazing. Uh, packages and, and put it out there to make sure that people are adapting. It's easy for the developers to kind of work on it. So, so what we've been seeing so far is that this flow builder uh, that Doug used to create this tool, it's, it's one of the process automation tools in Salesforce. It's being expanded and it's, it has so many, so much functionality now that it's, it's, it can actually do a lot more things, right? And it's becoming more and more powerful. The things that you couldn't even imagine that's that, you know, like an earbag are now included in, in this. So Salesforce is really putting in a lot of effort to, to make this platform really strong and to, to have citizen developers come in and take the lead and create all sorts of these amazing applications. Cool. And so last question, so uh, besides your own Wordle application, what are some of the the really exciting things that you've seen done at at, uh, at your clients. Anything that really stands out where you said, "Wow, that is so cool," and nobody could have guessed that they could have done this. I, I've worked on one recently that I was really excited about. Um, my client utilizes Service Cloud heavily, so think of support in cases. Um, they have a call center, and as those agents are working through their cases, they actually get a lot of them that come in from various time zones and they can only call into those time zones at specific hours. And so Salesforce has a tool um, called Omnichannel that allows you to basically automatically route those cases to the proper agents um, based oh. on the agent's availability and in the priority in which the cases have come in. but. What it does is it's always going to serve up any and all cases that are in omnichannel at that time. And so what we've done is use flow a little bit more is basically put the queues on a schedule that at the end of calling hours, it shuts off from omnichannel. And then at the start of calling hours, it sort of reconnects. And so during non-calling hours, it allows those cases to not be served up. And then as it reconnects, they, they become live again and start going back to the agents. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Shahid, any, anything for yourself that uh, has stood out as an interesting application? <laughs> I don't think I can talk that. Uh, okay. That's <laughs> no, all right. But, yeah, but I mean, it, here's, here's my take on this, right? I mean, I come from, uh, you know, I've been doing development for the last 15, 20 years, right? And I remember like starting out when you had to create applications where there were like people who were like geographically distributed, right? Uh, so there were like people in 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 Japan, people in in Netherlands, people in 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 continental US that wanted to use the same applications. I remember back then, like 10, 15 years ago, it was a, a big project. It was a big undertaking, right. right? Now with Salesforce, if you look at it. You just create this one application. It's available in the entire world, right? You don't have to worry about things like performance tuning. You don't have to worry about things like who will be able to access and so on and so forth. Will they get the required data and everything? So Salesforce is something that kind of amazes me every day. I, I think it's, it's, it's just an amazing tool. It's so easy to work on and it's so, the application development process is so rapid. I mean, like conventional development takes uh, months, and in Salesforce, you see the results in weeks. 
So something, it's, it's a product that excites me every day, and that's why we, you know, we, we work in it and, and we love what we do. Cool, cool. So how long did it take you to program Wordle? Doug, oh, like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Chad? I, I think two or four hours if it's Doug, because he's a <laughs> master. No, so. not that quick. Um, all in all, I'd say encompassing myself, Shahed's work, and our other developer probably in the neighborhood of 20 hours. Okay. So All not right. not insignificant, but a lot of trial and error and you know, getting getting it down to the, the nuts and bolts of what we needed to do. All right. Great. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up there. So I'm gonna thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, appreciate it. Love the tool. I think it's uh, a lot of fun to use and uh, great demo. So thank you so much. This has been Couch Convos, Centric Biz and Tech Talks. Thanks to Doug Burkhardt and Shahid Mahmood for joining us today, to Narendra Sundaram for joining in with the interviewing and solving the wordle, and to Tim Fox for proposing the topic for us. Thank you for listening.